Okay. Well, then, thank you. We also want to um, say welcome to our partners, or excuse me, to all of those who are joining us, uh, partners and, and, and everyone um, on YouTube. We just ask that you would like, share, and subscribe um, so that the word can continue to go forth. And surprise, surprise. I don't know if you knew that you were going to see us this morning, but again, we're just so grateful for the opportunity. We want to say thank you to our pastor, Dr. Larry, for giving us this opportunity. And we're going to go right forth with the word. All right. So like Elder Alicia said, we are going to continue in this same vein that we were in on Thursday nights uh, talking about feminism. And like she mentioned, it's so important to make sure that there are no modern woman tendencies or any ideas that are still in your belief system that agree with feminism because if they agree with feminism they oppose the father so definitely want to make sure that we are always cleaning out that belief system so we can go over to our first slide and just a brief review what is feminism? And so this is just a quick Googled definition. Uh, it's a belief in an advocacy of political, economic, and social equality of sexes expressed especially through organized activity on behalf of women's rights and interests. And so depending on who you ask, like we mentioned last week, that depending on who you talk to, Feminism can be this big, long definition, but on the surface, they say that it's about equality. And so that's what they use to grab people to say, oh, you should be a feminist. I know like my husband mentioned in, a, in, a, in the introduction that I was trying to get him to agree with feminism. And even then he was telling me no, and he was standing in that role of a father husband and I'm still trying to push it. So definitely making sure that you are taking that time to get that out, but just wanna mention that on the is it's a trick it's deceptive it's a trick of the enemy to say something like okay well women should have equal pay women should be able to do this and yes if you do a job be fair pay, pay the woman the wage that's right but be careful of what comes with it because did you want to go ahead Oh. You're you team. Come on, roll runners. Come on. You're doing good. Thank you, Father. All right. So yes. So what comes with it? Because there there is also an agenda, and you cannot separate the. Uh, you know, sometimes people want to take the good parts and just say, "Oh well, I don't believe in that. I don't. You know, I, I do still support traditional uh, views, and so." You know, I, I, I do also support uh, the wages part. And yes, women should have the right to vote. And yes, women should have this. Women should have that. So, yeah, I agree with parts of feminism. Well, you cannot pick and choose a part that you want to agree with and then try to throw out the agenda that comes with it. And so that agenda, um, you know, because people have uh, allowed the doctrine of tolerance and the doctrine of inclusion to say, oh, well, you know, it's not that bad. Or, uh, you know, like, like I said, I, I don't agree with certain parts of it, but, you know, I agree with the other parts. So by being uh, silent, you are being a supporter of this agenda that is destroying the family. And so that's what we want to address here is making sure that we don't, we don't accept any idea that opposes the kingdom, that if the root is bad, then the whole thing is bad. If the source is the source is bad and where it came from is bad, then the whole thing is bad. 
right and so what she's saying is that the source of thought is more important than the idea itself and the thing is it's so important to understand about ideas don't die i mean one and we talked about it thursday night this feministic fight has been going on since the 1800s and even as i was looking at it you had we talked about three ways but there's another wave that actually started up in the early 2000s but as i was looking at it i was like y'all not tired of fighting i mean you can't you're pushing this idea and you're trying to make it work, but it's not working because you got this wave, you got this wave, you got this wave. But if you go back to the kingdom, you don't have to correct that. You All you do is align yourself with the ideas and concepts of the kingdom because you always wanna make sure you check where that idea is coming from and go back to that original source because the word tells us that uh, and where's that is escaping me right now, but you're sure to all the people you all love your father, the devil. So if those ideas are coming, either your idea is going to come from a source of light or it's going to come from a source of darkness and they can't mix. Darkness won't produce light. Light won't produce darkness. So yeah. it's so important. That's why we're so we're so passionate about it. We're yeah. on it, making sure we get that get to the root of the idea and how dangerous feminism is to be in your belief system because it affects everything not just you it affects the family and and being a wife mother who's trying to who is I want to say trying who is operating in position you definitely don't want an idea that's sitting up there in your belief system and now you're spewing poison on your husband you're spewing poison on your children you're indirectly teaching them these ideas so. yes that's that's I'm so glad you brought that up because um, as you were just uh, hinting at, that feminism does not just impact women, although the focus is on women. And even with, you know, I always think about that, like, why isn't it uh, when we talk about women's empowerment and how they want men to join in the fight? Well, women's empowerment in that movement, it is impacting the whole family, believe it or not, or however, you know, you want to look at it. So, yeah, so let's look at... Um, this next slide and this is you know this is modern culture now the other disclaimer we need to make is that this message is uh for representatives of the kingdom for ambassadors we have a separate kingdom culture we have a separate way of doing things way of living way of acting way of dressing all of that than the culture of the world however uh, religion has allowed certain uh, doctrines and certain uh, mixture to take place. And so we have to make sure that as ambassadors, we don't allow that mixture in our lives. Now, this is the, something I pulled from the culture of the world, right? Uh, and so we're, I want you guys to just look at, look at this, these song lyrics. So this is, this is a song uh, made popularized by uh, an artist, a secular artist. Uh, but it really speaks to the agenda of feminism. So I'm going to read just a little bit of it. It says, this is for the girls. This is for the girls getting money. This is for the girls that don't need no man. This is for the girls that's in love with they self. This is for all the girls that done did it by they self. This is for the girls that's I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. This is for all the girls living stress-free on a mission like me. This is for the girls. And then down below it says, get that money, sis. Keep them on, they tip on you. They be trying to press you, but you ain't pressed on it. I'm bad and paid. I move like the N-words move. Okay, so 
when I saw when I uh, saw this song, I was like, whoa, wait a minute now. <laughs> you know, I, I kind of felt, you know, oh, now I must say I'm thankful that I have been uh, saved. But there was a time when I was playing both sides and I used to know some of the songs. Now I'm just so out of touch. I was like, what in the world is this? What are they talking about? But this is the agenda. This song is talking about being independent, making your own money, moving like the N-words move. In other words, being a man, having that same alpha woman, dominant, dominary energy, and that opposes the kingdom. So we have to make sure that we aren't singing this song, that it's not on our playlist, right? That we aren't uh, allowing the thoughts that are in this song to infiltrate our thoughts. Right, and it's so important because if you, as you look at this song, um, music, <laughs> music, it enters both sides. It enters both sides of your brain, and so you can't say that, oh, I'm just gonna listen to this. It's just gonna be fun. It's not gonna affect me. No, it's coming into your system, and especially if it's a catchy song, it's an upbeat song. You're singing it. You're, you're thinking about it all the time. You're meditating on that, whether you agree, whether you believe that you are or not and the fact that it's not coming from the word that's perverted meditation because you're spending time thinking about something it's catchy always oh, it's, it's no big deal and that's another trap of feminism to think that to make it look like it's a good thing and it's accepted i believe uh i think you said it the other day alicia elder alicia i'm sorry uh the enemy wants you to do a good thing and not the right thing so this is fun and, and especially in this society that we live in entertainment is huge i mean and like our senior senior pastor dr larry says all the time that right now in the set in the city of memphis it's entertainment going on everywhere and so you many times especially when you look at churches now you can't tell if it's the club or a church and especially with in and and I love that you pulled this out, Alicia, because it make elderly. I want I want to respect her, y'all. Um, that it, it's it's deceptive, and so making sure that and this is how thoughts wiggle in too. It they just um they wiggle their way into your belief system and your guard is down because it's a song. Well, I like this artist, so I'm just gonna listen to it, right? So we have to make sure that we're checking that. And like Alicia says, she's so dis, Elder Alicia says, she's so disconnected now. At some point, just stop listening to the music. Stop allowing, stop leaving that door open so that those ideas can come in. Shut the door all the way because when you open the door for the enemy, you close the door for the father to come in. Yes, absolutely, because he does not allow mixture period so let's look at some characteristics of the alpha female the alpha female so if you can put that one up for us the alpha female is loud boisterous opinionated basically everything that was that we were just seeing in that um in that song you know talking about how well i make my own money i move like the men move i'm not gonna let a man talk to me any kind of way it has that uh, that uh, energy about that song, that uh, being domineering and disrespectful, opinionated. So it says embracing the world, embraced by the world to replace the masculine male, especially the black male, attempts to subdue the male and make him effeminate and dresses either like a man or very seductively. So this is what we want to, to address is making sure that we do not accept these ideas in our belief system because it's just seen every single day, 
right? We hear it every single day. As a matter of fact, I was in the grocery store <laughs> and, um, you know, just minding my own business, doing what I do. And uh, in the background, I hear this woman now, what just, just yelling and upset. And I'm thinking, like, what is going on? I'm thinking there's a fight breaking out or something. But really, she was complaining because uh, she was asking where something was in the grocery store. And the man who worked there told her, oh, look by the charcoal. And she goes, well, what you mean? Look by the, what aisle is it on? I mean, come on, why don't you just tell me? And, you know, just lightning into him. And I was just sick. I'm thinking, wow, she doesn't even realize what she is doing and how by her talking to him like that, how she is opening the door for destruction in her own life. The father does not honor that. We have to understand and, and look at things from his perspective. Even if you're upset, we are not, um, uh, we are not allowed to just allow our emotions to just spill over and come out any kind of way. We have to have self-control. So that spirit is really a spirit. Anytime I, I hear women talking like that, I'm like, wow, you know, it's just so bold and so, uh, so vicious. So we want to make sure that we are not uh, allowing that spirit to work through us. Right. And so especially if we look here, I don't know, I don't know if you guys can see the pictures, but you have one. OK, <laughs> you have one side where you have this woman who's dressed up like a man and she is demonstrating these characteristics of what men do or well by dressing like one and then on the other end of it you have this woman that's showing everything that she was born with and especially how alicia elder alicia was saying especially with them this spirit it's a spirit that's deceiving so many people and at the same time because it's feministic agenda and tolerance like she mentioned earlier it's like okay you need to accept it and if you stand against it well you're just belittling women if you stand against it you're just um you're patriarch patri how do you say that word patriarch patriarchal yeah you're that word and so you definitely have to be careful of that and we can go on to the next one unless you yeah want to you know it there was something there was something else in, in what you said tori elder tori um because it it reminds me of the spirit of yezzy his dad says <laughs> oh yezzy jezebel and even in this song you can sense it so it says you'll have these boys obsessed they can't stop mentioning your name. I'm bad, I'm gorgeous, I'm very important. How are you calling me a snack? I'm seven courses. So again, using beauty, quote unquote, which really it's sex, using sex to try to rule and control men. So it's still a spirit of domination, but it's you trying to use what's on the outside to draw them in and control men by, oh, well, look how good I look you know, and feeling like you're entitled to a certain caliber of man based on your physical appearance. And the scripture said, I mean, these bodies are, are dying, stanky, funky, I mean, going to be gone. Like, that's not what's most important. Just focusing on that youth will not be here forever. So if we're just focusing on that flesh, um, then we'll be, uh, we're setting ourselves up for failure later. And that's the same thing that happened with Jezebel. And she was teaching those women how to uh, be seductive, how to be manipulative, how to use that influence, in which that's abuse of our identity. Because the Father, he gave us influence and power, but 
when we use it in that way, it's out of order and it brings destruction and chaos. So we have to think about it from uh, the perspective of K for Olive, where it talks about having that meek and quiet and gentle spirit, that our beauty doesn't come from what's on the outside, but it's what's on the inside. And that is what we should be using to have our, uh, to, to remain in our position. So sorry to backtrack, but I, I wanted to, uh, to. No, you're fine. And I love that you said that because when those looks go, then what you going to do? What do you have? If you, if you haven't put it, if everything has been on flesh, 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 when, 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 when your breasts are down to your feet, then what are you going to do? What are you going to offer? What, how you've been using this to, and honestly, it's witchcraft using yeah. your body to make men do what you want them to do. And then when that's gone, then what? You have nothing. You got to find something else to do. So that's why it's so important to make sure that those thoughts don't even have an opportunity to get in. And so we can move on to the next slide. The modern woman versus Matza Izanigad. Now, last week we talked a lot about the modern woman and uh, go back and check it out. We, we went into depth on that. But one thing that we want to talk about today is Matza Izanigad. See, the father told us who we were in the beginning beginning and if we look at it um the hebrew and let me slow down the hebrew name for a woman is matzah izanigad and so if you go back to scripture it says that i don't know if y'all can pull that up for us but in she it says that for adam it was not found well that's completely wrong that is a mistranslation and so what that says is that um where it says there was not found it should say matzah izanigad and so we're gonna break this down did you want to add anything before we get into that okay all right so the first thing we want to look at is this did y'all okay don't worry about it it's fine uh matzah so matzah means to be found and you matzah has a strong desire to connect to righteousness to be taught and so as a woman who is operating you have this desire to know you have a desire to be taught as a wife mother i'm learning from my husband all the time i'm always asking because i have this desire to know i have a desire because he's a righteous man so i have this desire to draw from him but what the modern woman does she's with educated her source is 50 million degrees and it's is is um it's, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with going to college and having a degree but when you have 50 degrees it's praise or you're great you're this you're well educated but you're drawing again from a dark source even if you go to college and you get all these accolades if it's not of the kingdom it's still dark it's still a source of darkness. And so when we move on to easier, easier is to assist another in what is needed. So as a wife, I know that I have everything in me to make my husband's vision come forth. I know that I birthed that. And we and there's no competition in that. But again, as we compare this to this independent woman, I mean the modern woman, she's independent. She's running, she's the CEO of about five companies. You're not about to tell her what to do. She's not about to um, support another person's, another father, husband coverings vision because she has her own. There's no room on her plate to assist somebody else because she's so busy doing her own thing. And there's no, there's no competition. I'm not trying to compete with my husband. I'm not trying to outdo him. I'm reminded of, um, especially in our business, um, when people call our business, the text messages and phone calls comes to both our phones. And at one point I was like, well, they need to know I'm doing it too. They need to know that I'm a part of this business. And then I was like, you know what? 
we're doing this together. This is a vision that he's cast. We are operating together. So it doesn't matter if he's answering the phone or if I'm answering the phone. Now I do, don't get me wrong. I do um, take on more of that role because that's how we designed our business and, and, it, and it assists him. It frees up his time so that he can do, um, he can do what he needs to do. If he's spending more time in the work, if it's, if me answering phone calls allows him to go do these orders or whatever we got going on, then that's okay because I'm assisting that. And when I came, when we started the business and I came on, cause at first I was like, well, you started the business, you can do that, da, 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 da. but when I came on our business, our clients doubled. And so, and so I, un, I, at there, I understood, okay, we're in this together. It's operating in unity. See that Matsu Izanigas, she doesn't cut off unity. She puts herself in position for unity to, um, she puts herself in a position in position so that there can be unity. Right. Okay. And yeah. so <laughs> Nige is boldly facing in front of. So the Nige, Nige, the part Nige, you're repeating back to your husband what he's already said, back to your covering what he's already said. And a lot of times, especially with us, when it comes to making decisions for our business, I'm like, well, DJ, this is what you said. And so, and at that point, he makes a decision. Either he can listen or he can not, it's up to him. But I did my part of being in front of him. I stayed in position because if you go back to the garden with uh, Adnam and, and Monsies and Nigga, what did she do? She got out of position and that's how chaos came in. She rebelled and that chaos came in and it didn't just affect them, y'all. It affected the see the fathers out the nations so it affected man as a whole so yes absolutely and um you know i'm so glad that you gave such good examples of how you're applicating the word in your own life because that's how it should be is us being able to duplicate and uh exemplify these characteristics but the modern woman is not going to do that right she have her own plate and just as you said you know if you're if you're so well educated, then that education or that knowledge, see the word says knowledge puffs up. So if I think I know it all already, I'm not gonna wanna listen to my husband. I'm not gonna wanna allow a man to teach me something because I already know. So that's why we have to make sure that we don't have things out of order that we are able to receive uh, from the word, right? Uh, and then also making sure that our plate isn't so full and then we don't have anything left. So that's where that division, if there's more than one vision in a house, it's not going to work. Logistically, spiritually, any way that you look, look at it, it just, it just, it's not even enough time in the day for you to fully support and be there to support the vision when you're also trying to build and do your own thing. So let's look at the, uh, let's skip down to uh, slide seven when it talks about what happens to children when mothers are out of position? And so the Hebrew word for mother is olive mem, olive mem. And so we know that that, uh, that, that uh, olive is denoting strength and that mem is denoting that spirit and life-giving spirit. And the pictograph that we have for mem is water. And think about, um, you know, one of my favorite places to be is the ocean. <laughs> And it is so powerful when you just uh, listen to the waves and when you are, it's like it goes through you, you can feel it, you know, like it's so strong. Um, and that's exactly what that mem is denoting, that strength. And so women, we are spiritual and strong beings. However, 
that water, it needs to remain in the borders. It needs to remain in control because what happens when it doesn't, then it gets out of order and it's chaotic and it's destructive. And so I'm even thinking about uh, what we talked about on Thursday, dealing with um, in Bear Sheath, where it talked about that desire to control. So um, maybe we should look at that. Um, let's see, I think we have that. Uh, go to slide 31 and we have it up for you. So that scripture in bare sheath and it reads, uh, your desire will be for your husband and he will rule over you. And so we dealt with how that word desire and what it was really talking about uh, is instead of you trying to, as Torah was talking about, be unified, now you're trying to come after that spot. Now you're trying to compete with your husband instead of compliment him. And so why we want to bring that up is uh, the part where it says you should rule, he'll rule over you. You have to, then that husband, that, that covering, he has to dominate over and make sure that he is established as the senior leader. So bringing that back to that water, as women, we have to control our emotions, manage our influence, make sure that we're managing our mouth, not saying everything that comes on our mind, right? And keeping that water within borders. Because as Tori was talking about having that strong desire to help, sometimes we can overhelp. Sometimes we can get out of position. Oh, goodness. <laughs> and, and out of our, maybe we have the right intention, but because we are out of order, then it's out of order, you know? So that's why we have to be, be careful about that. All right, so we're going back up and we're dealing with what happens to children when mothers are out of position. So real quick before we get into that, I wanted to, scripture tells us that a wise woman builds up her home. And so if you are out of position, automatically out of position means chaos is going to come in. And so if you're, how can you be out of position and expect things to be peaceful? It does not work. So you have to go back to making sure, as Elder Alicia was saying, managing your emotions, making sure you're not overhelping. I've done it, trust me, it doesn't help, it makes them mad. Um, so making sure that I'm managing that, managing my emotions, but also, what is this doing to our children? So we're gonna pull this up um, about the about this independent woman being out of position. And many times we talk, you hear about fathers being out of position. We've been taught extensively about fathers being out of position and what it does. But as a wife mother, you have a responsibility too. See, the thing is Elohim is after nations. And so as that man, a man has nations in him. And as a woman, you have a responsibility to support. So so if you're out and you're supporting everything but the vision that your father husband is casting then yes there's going to be chaos in the family yes the children are going to be affected and as we talked about um last week that uh the double income households are on the rise so more people are making more money you're making more money but you're never with your children you're making more money and as a wife mother you have to divide your time between spending time in the word between being in your husband's face and i don't mean that in a negative way it's a good thing to be in his face and then having your children so it's a lot to juggle but you have to make sure that you are definitely spirit-led in the process because yes it can be a lot and it goes back 
back to what we mentioned last week, how women were like, oh, I'm just so tired. I'm just so this. I've heard so many women say that, well, women have it so hard. And I'm sitting there thinking, do you know what a uh, father, husband have to deal with? I, I love you, but you can have that and I will support you. But that is a huge responsibility. And so one thing, especially about feminism, you're focusing on self. It's all about me, 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 what I want, what I need to do, what I need to be versus as a woman who is operating, your focus is on the father. And when you're focusing on the father, he's going to show you how to operate as a, as, as a wife, mother in position, how to take care of your husband, how to take care of your family so that you're not damaging anybody or damaging yourself. Because even with the overhelping, you're still abusing yourself because you're not in order. So we're going to... Uh, Yes, no, yeah, we're we're gonna get into that. And I'm I'm thankful also for a mother, my own mother, because and I'm thinking about the scripture that talks about how the older women are supposed to train the younger wives and teach me how to do this thing because it is a lot. It can feel like a lot if we're out of position or if we have a lack of knowledge. And so if we're uh trying to do both roles, trying to be the mom and the dad, right. well then you're automatically out of order, out of position, all right? I'm so thankful we, for your mom, too. <laughs> yeah, I know, yes, who has yeah. groomed me and taught me, how do you balance? How do you be there, show up for a husband in business, show up for, you know, my children, and um, also make sure that I am in the face of my heavenly father and making sure that I'm spending time studying the word. So a woman, an independent woman, or the modern woman, she don't have time for that. Right. She don't have time for that because she's at her job. Right. She's the CEO. She's working 60 hours. She's uh, you know, she wants to go out with the girl. She wants to have her own social life. She wants to do everything, as Tori said, or and as pastor, my dad says, I, 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 me, me, me. That's the way it's got to be. I, myself and me. I wanted to go and get lunch with the girls at three. OK, I just put that in, put my own thing in. All right. So we want to make sure, though that we are not like that, that we are not out of position because why? It impacts the entire family. So let's look at some of the, the uh, effects of that. So because mothers have been out of position, there is often a misconception of the role play of man and woman. Why? Now think about this. Our children are watching us. They watching, they're watching everything that we do. So if they see mom doing things that dad should be doing dad oh dad is trying to uh correct the children and mom is stepping in that's out of order and then it has them confused as to what should occur and how they should pattern their families because they're going to do that and i wanted to give a quick example of that uh, actually very recently in our house our oldest daughter had asked my husband for something and he said no and she came to me crying and I'm sitting here thinking, well, I told her, I was like, baby, if that's what daddy said, then that's what it is. I can't do anything about that. And in my mind, I was like, you ain't finna get me in trouble. You not finna get me in trouble with him or the father. And I also was like, in that moment, I was like, okay, if I override him, what, what kind of example am I, am I showing to her? But also, I'm undoing everything that he just did by telling her that she could do it. So when she's acting up and she's a teenager and now I'm asking him to fix it, well, I should have stayed in position in that moment when she was five versus trying to get him to fix something um, down in the, in the future. So, yes, yeah. yes. And also realizing that 
women are not the primary parent. That is, a, that is also a product of this feminism culture that would try to get us to think that because we're mom, then mom, whatever mom says goes. Or the, as far as dealing with the children, that is only our responsibility and you know, the dad a lot of times submits to the mom as it relates to what to do with the kids. That's out of order. Right. So it should not be like that in the kingdom, that the, that father is valuable. And the issue a lot of times in black communities is because the father has not been there due to lots of tactics and other things. But anyway, we're not getting into all of that, that the, the woman feels like she then has to step in and so now when there is a father in place, now she's still in that role. And it's like, no, move out the way like that. You never were supposed to be there in the first place. You are not the primary or the only parent. So and that also leads to that. Um, <laughs> my body, my choice. OK, we, we, we'll get on that at another time. So we're dealing with um, also when mothers are out of order, it grooms those children to resist male leadership that's rebellion right that's rebellion i'm thinking about the example you shared uh, about how uh that what is it girls basically girls are smart and boys are not and you were thinking like well my dad well what about you know what about him um and so essentially like when we have that in our mind that rebellion and that door that access door is allowed to come in and we're resisting a father's covering because we're so used to, we want mom to hug us. Mm -hmm. You know, usually mothers are more nurturing, right? And so when that father is out of place, then, and we only, uh, we don't want to be corrected, we don't like being told what to do, uh, then we are naturally allowing that rebellion to stay in our children by not allowing that father to step in and to correct them. Right, and there's nothing wrong with a woman being, a mother being nurturing. But again, you still have to control that. You still have to, if you're like, even with my son, when he does something and my husband's about to beat him, I'm like, ugh. But I know that I can't step out of position because I, for one, I don't want to deal with it. And I know that him operating in position, my husband operating, he's going to be way more effective than I am. And I'm okay with that. See, I honor and I value the femininity that the father designed me as. So I'm not trying to be this independent woman. And the thing is, a spirit of independence is rebellion. So not only are you rebelling against that covering father's source, you're rebelling against the father and you think you're okay. And that is extremely, extremely dangerous. But if you're a wife mother, you're teaching it to your daughter. So she's going to grow up and, and look at what we have. We have daughters who are now dressing like boys and think it's okay. You have daughters who are overly sexualized and showing everything, but still at the same time you're sexualized, but you're dominating at the same time. It, it, it does not work. So you can't resist that leadership because how, I think about many times women talk about they're gonna be independent and you're married. But I thought when you got married, you became one. Right. 
So how are you going to be independent and doing your own thing, but you're one and you're supposed to be submitted to a covering? And the thing is, is that you have to make sure that you have Elohim's design of family because the family was instituted back in the garden. It was already created then. So we don't have to add, you don't have to be this independent woman. Just learn what the father has. And that's how you're going to get the fruit. That's how you're going to receive the peace that the father has. And that's how you're going to grow these families that the father designed grow because the father's after nations. It's not many times people are so focused on how I feel right now, like we just said, but the father's thinking long term. He's thinking about because we know we've been taught scripture tells us that what a man does can affect up to three generations. Yep, and that's why we need to acknowledge our fathers because they have vision. Right. See, mama's just thinking about, well, oh, that whooping's going to hurt in a moment. I'll, don't whoop them. Don't whoop them. And that dad is no, saying, no, him. if that tree gets bent, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be able to unbend it right. later on down the road. So I'm so glad you said that. All right, so we're looking at some of the, uh, the impacts or the effects of mothers not being in position and uh, I'm so glad that we're talking about this as it relates to thinking about our children because the ideas that we, uh, or, or even our actions and the things that we allow, the things that we say to them, we're shaping their minds and how they right. think. I'm thinking of uh, <laughs> someone that I know that, um, you know, they, their daughter has a shirt. Now she too, and she got a feminist shirt on. What in the world? Two years old. But already, well, yes, I want to make sure she knows how to stand up for herself. And, girl, you can be anything. You can do anything. You can don't let anybody. And yet, what about those men? Right. So we have all of this, this women empowerment movement that is really even going on down to the girls empowerment movement. We see that everywhere on Sesame Street, all the, you know, anyway. What about the men? What about the boys? What are we, are we training them to be those strong family leaders or are they also being impacted by this infeminization and they're going to be just as soft as the girls? That's really what's happening. So anyway, so because mothers are out of position, there is unstable emotions, insensitivity, inefficiency, because again, you can't do everything. There is an inability to trust always being defensive, thinking that I got to know it all, I got to defend myself, uh, depression, dissociation, distorted communication. Sorry, I read that <laughs> all out of order. But these are the things that we want to be mindful of. We can do an abortion. Okay. So that, as you can see, mothers are, are crucial to the family. They are extremely important. Their role is so, so important. A, a mother that's operating correctly is so important. And so we see what happens when a mother isn't operating and how damaging that is to the child. And so as we talk about feminism, when we talk about that empowerment and the independent spirit, well, a lot of times, especially now, people are saying, my body, my choice. And for one, <laughs> you always go back to the concept and many times people feel as though 
abortion should have its own scripture, its own laws, its own, no, no, no. Scripture has already addressed it by giving us concepts. And so many times feminism has deceived women into thinking that just because you're carrying a child that you have creative rights over that child. And so the thing is, do you have creative rights over yourself? You don't. So that does not mean that you have creative rights over another person. And I'm not knocking pregnancy and I'm not saying that is it shouldn't be valued. It should be valued. But it's a beautiful thing. It's it's something honorable to do to bring. Well, let me is it's the way the father designed. But now and because people are taking pregnancy way too far in saying that lifting women up as guys because they birth. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying that that's how the father designed for the woman to bring forth the baby. And so as a woman, if you are carrying a child, that's all you're doing. See, scripture tells us that um we were knit together in our mother's womb scripture tells us that we don't that you should not murder and so the thing is especially now people have many ideas of when life starts but we know scripture has made it very clear that life starts at the moment of conception and so many people are saying well i don't believe it's the baby till it's born well i don't believe it's the baby till the heartbeat comes well i i've heard some people say well when you're really early in your pregnancy it's just a bunch of cells okay so when do you decide what gave you the power to decide when this child is alive and so that independent spirit has many women believing that oh well just because i'm carrying a child i got all the rights like you were saying elder alicia that mom makes all the decisions makes all the decisions regarding the child so and the reason why i connect the two is because when the child is here that mindset of well i'm gonna make all the decisions for the child didn't just start because the child is here many women when they get pregnant, if you're not in a marriage covenant, they'll say, well, I told the dad he didn't have to do anything. I can I can take care of all of it. So what made you decide that that child didn't need a father? What made you decide that you were going to play both mother and father? Sit down and get saved. Oh, stop and say sit down and get saved. Now she about now I'm about to run. I'm about to just run off. <laughs> <laughs> but that is so true sit down and get saved and you know why because that's not the way that the father created it that's not his design that's our design so right. then the question becomes who is God and that is the right. problem that in this culture women are gods right. that is why the feminism this entire that's the whole thing women are gods women are in control women rule in government we want to see women uh, be the, I want to see a, a woman president. So they got the vice president, and, and now they're, they're going after the president spot, right? They want women to rule the world. So that is, you, you hit it right on the head. And so even dealing with that in the same vein, let's look at uh, slide number eight, dealing with uh, Rachel and Leah, because again, this is still kind of dealing with that, uh, that same concept. So let's look at, the, look at scripture. In Bereshith 29, it reads, Now Laban had two daughters. The name of the older was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah had weak eyes, but Rachel had a lovely figure and was beautiful. Jacob was in love with Rachel and said, I'll work for you seven years in return for your younger daughter, Rachel. And so, and so what happened? So um, 
Then what happened is Laban, he allowed Jacob to work for seven years, and then he tricked him. At the wedding, you know, he thought he was getting uh, Leah, or he he thought he was getting Rachel, but he actually gave her Leah, and so then he ended up coming up with another agreement, and so then he had both of them. But we aren't focusing on that, so skipping down to uh, verse, to chapter 30, then it says, When Rachel saw that she was not bearing Jacob any children, she became jealous of her sister. So she said to Jacob, give me children or I'll die. Now here is to the woman who tries to use her influence to manipulate, who tries to use her emotions to manipulate men. Why would she say something like that? How are you going to give him an ultimatum? And what did the father, I mean, what did he respond to her? He became angry and said, I'm not God. Like, why are you getting mad at me? He said, am I in the place of God who has kept you from having children? Then she said, here is Bela, my servant. Sleep with her so that she can bear children for me and I too can build a family through her. So here again, we see this feministic spirit where she decided it's not going how I wanted to go. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do it my own way. And how many of it, this is not just back then, we see this still today. When women do not get it or it's not happening how they want it to, so they say, well, let me go get a surrogate. Let me go and do, you know, I'm going to freeze my egg because, you know, I, I want children, but not right now. So let me make sure that I have a backup plan for, for later on. That is of the devil. And kingdom women should never see One thing we have to understand is the power of being in a kingdom covenant. Mm -hmm. The scripture says that, or he told those in the kingdom covenant, be fruitful and multiply. Why would he tell us to do something that he didn't give us the power to do? So if we are in a covenant, that means we have rights to bear children. So just because there's something opposing that in the natural doesn't mean even, okay, and we'll, don't get ahead. Just because we're having struggle in the natural doesn't mean that we should give up. We have to put pressure on the word and know our rights as kingdom citizens. That if the father put us, gave us a husband, we're doing it the right way. Let me put that in there. If we're doing it the right way, then we don't have to come up with our own way. All we have to do is make sure that we stay in position. Another thing is making sure that you're in good health. Because a lot of infertility issues are actually because of uh, things going on in the body, all right? And then also spiritually making sure that we're in position. So at any rate, what did she do? She said, um, go sleep with my servant because I want some children. So that was her stepping in that position just like many women do today, trying to control, trying to make the decisions for the family. And it was never her job to make the, that decision for the family. Even her trying to put pressure on her husband. Give me the children. You know, that was her trying to dominate him. So anyway, we have to make sure that we don't do that. So let's look at another example of this. And the only thing I was going to add to that, imagine how chaotic that was knowing that you're, you've sent your husband out to go get somebody else pregnant. You about to lose your mind. Because, no, uh-uh, we ain't doing that. But... 
But what it does is that she put herself in a position for chaos to come in. And if you read the rest of it, it, it was chaotic. But once we, I'll let, y'all let you do this one. Okay. Okay. And so another example, that's why it's so important, as Elder Alicia was saying, to stay in position, as she mentioned, when the father told us to go forth and multiply. So if we look at slide, I believe that's slide nine, Hannah, that's exactly what she did. And I, I love this story so much. Um, and just to, just to, a synopsis of it I guess she was in the temple she was praying and the priest thought that she was drunk and he told he fussed at her he was like you know get up don't, don't be doing that and she was like you know I'm, I'm not drunk I'm just I'm laying myself before the father and she told him you know like I just basically I want to birth the baby and and the priest agreed with her and so it's a lot in that but because she stayed in position it allowed her husband to stay in position and if you read on it says that basically he went and laid with his wife and she became pregnant but she honored the father she committed that son to the father so she gave the father gave the son back to the father but what's even best about this story i love it so much is that she was later she birthed three sons later and so the power of just operating and remaining in position, you allow your husband to be in a position. And when both of y'all are in position, that's when the father can bless it. He can't bless the mess. He can't bless somebody that this independent spirit or he can't bless a, mer um, a covenant that's not operating in unity. When both of y'all aren't operating how you were designing in your position. Yes. Amen. All right, and so um, we definitely want to um, not be out of order, but I'm so glad that you you dealt with that. And as women, we also have to examine our motive. Right. Because just like Hannah, she gave that child right back to the father. Right. Why is it that you want a baby anyway? So y'all can have cute outfits. Right. And so you can, uh, you know, uh, have them looking cute and stuff. No, we're supposed to duplicate a nation. As right. Tori has been saying, the father's after a nation. He wants holy seed so we have to step down from that throne that elohim you and you alone need to be on the throne of my heart it is your i am just i'm just here i'm just a vessel right so as a woman i'm not going to stand in position and get out of order because that's what so many are doing so with that we want to say thank you so much uh for for joining us and uh, let's go ahead and pray father thank you for your word Thank you, Father, for men and women, for kingdom ambassadors who are here, who are just standing in position, who are excited to receive your word, to do things how you have uh, told us to do them, that we would never get out of position and do things our own way. Cleanse us, forgive those who have uh, come up with their own way of doing things. But we just give you praise that we make an exchange in our belief system, and we thank you for the fruit of this word going forth, that it brings fruit, Father, and evidence in our lives. And we just give you praise in the authority of Yeshua. All right, so at this time, we're going to uh, ask uh, prayer requests.